This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the ones the onlys miss mj javid and tommy frey well it's spelled fight so i mean come on david see we were just talking before we went on air about coffee and this is this is why i haven't had it's spelled f-e-i so most people say fake yeah, if they, oh. if they get it up, they'll say fate because it's F E or uh, or fight. It's fate or fight. But you said freight. That happens too from time to time. But listen, you're from New York. You're from Queens. So, you know, I like fight. I'm, I'm all about fight. There we go, man. That's what I'm saying. And I grew up in Queens in the 80s and 90s during the crack epidemic with the last name like fight. I got into a fight every day. So it's all good. Do you miss, I mean, it is getting warmer now. We're heading into spring. Do you miss New York? I always miss New York because I miss the people. You know what I mean? Like, like, like We have to take more trips to New York. Like if, if we had it my way, we would go like once every other month. I think that's, that would be good. I just, yeah, the weather for me is the biggest thing and the travel sucks too. So, you know, I, we've been fortunate the few times that but we've gone to Sham so far. We're going, but we're going. Yeah, the few times we traveled with him so far, he's been a, a pleasure, but there's going to probably be one of those trips where he's not, you no. know? No, no, because that happens earlier in life. He's, okay. He's well, you went to Arizona with him last year. He was a fucking nightmare. No. That's what you said. No, no, no. I said, Going without you because I wore heels and I was carrying him. Okay. 
But he's, he's fine gonna... on like a six hour flight from LA, really? Yeah. So far, so far. Like I said, knock on yeah, wood. Been, we haven't taken 30 of them, but you know, we take it through three or four. Every time, every, time. every time we've been on a plane, he's been good. And he's, I just think he's going to be three soon. So once a baby is three, I don't think he's going to have those infant freakouts anymore. I think he's going to be a good flyer. Wow. I think she's, I frankly, I Our think son, she's actually crazy. Our son is yeah, he's gonna be, he's, the, the, His childish antics are going to stop at three. it's you're just willing it to the universe because you want to come to new york often so you just let's put it out there well i'm actually really excited that we are going to be going to new york very soon and i'm thrilled like i even like i start doing a countdown that's how excited i get we have two shows in new york with the podcast so you know you're welcome to come to one of them one of them's in the city one of them's in uh queens really Back in the woods. What part of what part of New York are you in? I live in Chelsea. Where are the shows? Oh, and is we always are in Chelsea when we come into the city. Do you stay? Don't you usually stay at the Dream? I always love the Dream. I don't like it anymore as much if they don't give me the room that leads to the pool. But yes, there's something really, really special and sentimental for me staying at the Dream. Where are your live shows in the city? I did. I will absolutely come. I didn't even know that these were happening. Oh, 310 Bowery Bar. 310 Bowery Bar. And uh, the other which, one is in Fridays in Queens. Which is a really, really cool the bar. The 9th and the 11th. Um, our right. production had um, Truly Entertainment has parties at 310 Bowery Bar. It's his brother-in-law. So I guess, no, it's his brother, my brother-in-law. And it's a really beautiful, sexy, well thought out bar. And um, yeah, I mean, it'll be a good time. We, uh, we, uh, somewhere else have like an opening there for their like season launch, which is another time you might have seen it. I'm sure you go or have gone. It's such a great bar. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a partner in a vodka company now, and you know we're sponsoring it. So we're going to taste the new vodka. We're going to do a podcast. Yeah. It's going to be a good time, but I suggest you don't run. Let's push have- that way. You're probably giving me an unconditional walk. I was going to say, listen, you just have to say vodka for me. Like anyone that listens to this podcast knows that it's all vodka and coffee. You've you've got me. Oh, there we go. I mean, why isn't there vodka in this coffee? Who's to say there isn't? There should be. (laughs) Well, listen, when when you look back, MJ, to like, you know, the beginning of Shaw's, I mean, 2012, I mean, I, I have to like rub my eyes when I see this, like 10 years, like where i mean you were do you look back and say like who is that girl so much has changed for you yeah you know what it's actually when they called me from ryan seacrest productions to um see if i was like interested in making it it's even further than 2012 while it was a sizzle that was sold as a pilot and um i was yeah so three years before i I think it was yeah so um one thing, shout out to Jesse Lead, who is the person who did the who did make the show, and he's still super uh, close to us. But like, I was a girl walking my dogs, my two Chihuahuas, selling real estate and trying to go to Coachella. <laughs> the actually, the irony is that I'm still a I'm still going to Coachella. <laughs> yeah, she's still trying to go. She got one dog like, now. Actually, 
My she got a dog. She had a baby instead of two. A baby and a dog instead of two dogs, and she's still doing uh, desperately trying to go to the challenge. So really, David, how much has changed? Yeah. I mean, she's listen. So got, got the basics. Do you do real estate at all anymore? Yes. So all of my clients in real estate are people who I have worked with over the years. And during the pandemic, when I was well, it's it, ha it when I once champs came into my life everything in the world stopped. But so it's a my, testament to how good she is in real estate because all of her customers are literally returning. Like she doesn't go out and pound pavement. It's just deals that come back to her and it's all people that have bought houses or like, with we, her in the past. So, you know, she yeah, definitely know what she does. We, we know you're a full-time mom and we just want you because we trust like all of the aspects of like buying and selling. But, you know, I hope I'm not jumping around. I just love being a mom so much. But I also am incredibly passionate about real estate because when I tell you, when I connect with my clients, it is so important to be a part of the biggest purchase of their of their life. And it's personal, but you also have to always um, be like a, a liaison between the husband and wife, which who butt heads during the purchase and they have to compromise and figure out what they can afford versus what they want and wish list and I love that and the negotiating and like the trust that you build with them. So um, yes, I definitely, if I had maybe 72 hours in every day, I would be full-time at all of the things that I love. Do you ever run in, I know you're such a fan of reality TV even before you, do you ever run into like the selling sunset agents, the million dollar listing agents? I run into, I have so many friends in the Bravo sphere and we actually, I, I'm like really proud of the family that we formed because we, there's like this unspoken, um, um, what is it called? Yeah, um, it's just, do I run into Josh, Ol Josh Holman? I that text, guy, I would see I'll all, tell you what I did. I'll all the time throughout Hollywood. I'll tell you what I did. I can see why he's successful when Frederick, he's out there. When Frederick left, I did message Josh Altman like, let's all go out and celebrate <laughs> i'm not confirming what josh altman's response was you can ask him that but i he's got a pretty really dirty tongue that guy he's got a pretty, yeah. got a pretty dirty tongue it's, it, it takes you back yeah it takes you the two the few times that i've hung with him at like a bravo event or something he's got a pretty razor sharp tongue and it takes it takes me back a little bit so, so yeah so i'm happy that frederick is no longer gracing the um LA, whatever, and then selling sets, excuse me, selling, no, wait, our own show, what's, what's the Bravo million dollar listing, I'm glad he's not on it anymore, but selling Sunset is Netflix, I don't really see them as much, I saw the, um, Oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. That's really bad. So we can move Christine on. or Chrishell. Well, I guess you're not, a, a, you're, you weren't a Frederick fan then is what you're saying. I used to be, but I'm not anymore because, you know, it's a small world. And um, I think that there were things that I just thought, you know, not you know, just in the professional world or in the private world. We'll just keep my mouth zipped. You can yeah. keep it. You can <laughs> keep it zipped. And it sounds like Josh Altman agreed with you anyway. So there you go. Does it? <laughs> The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. 
Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top-shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24, that's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, everyone always asks me like how I deal with the internet trolls, like all the listeners who have something to say about the housewives and leave negative comments all day on Instagram. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm really serious when I say that the comments don't bother me at all. And the only reason why is because I've worked on my mental health. I mean, mental and physical health, there's really nothing more important. Because when you work on yourself and you have that clear mind, nothing can bother you. You're comfortable. You're happy inside. And the long-term effects of therapy and working on your mental health really can help strengthen your relationships and give you a more positive outlook on life. And for my mental health, I've turned to Talkspace because listen, first of all, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. But really, I love that I can reach out to my therapist and get my therapy and work on myself from anywhere in the world. You don't have to wait for an appointment or go into an office. And their licensed therapists are trained to handle just a variety of specialties. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. Cheers to you. Tommy, when you met MJ, were you, you know, were you aware of like what Shaw's was? Did you watch Shaw's? I mean, you don't strike me as sitting around and watching a ton of reality TV. No. <laughs> and uh, something that we discussed on our podcast, uh, you know, because everybody just sees her and they associate with her. One of my best friends growing up in life was Jane Sanitai, who was Lamar Odom's. Uh, he was on Chloe and Lamar. Uh, so I was there for all that, you know what I mean? Like I saw all that firsthand, um, and, and you know, he didn't really have a lot going on. So he kind of, he spiraled into more drugs because that was kind of like, you know, what his thing was on the show. So like he, he leaned into it and 
you know, so his experience was all bad. Was all bad. So reality prior to me was not a positive uh, first impression. And when I, you know, when she and I met, I had really, he and I had a falling out. Lamar and I had a falling out. You know, I literally just took a bed full of shit, left all my furniture, all my stuff, and lived together. And I was like, I'm out. I you think know? it was because you were choosing sobriety. Yeah, no, I just could have watched. I could have watched the kid kill himself, dude. I could have do it. So, there was nothing I could do to stop it. You know what I mean? And, and Tommy got really, really healthy and lost weight and, like, we met. But fast forward, she and I met. And half the time, I would, you know, unload that about reality. Like, I can't even tell television. Oh, at this see. point, he doesn't know. I have no know idea. You know what I mean? We're on hiatus and we're dating. And he's, like, at my house. I'm, we're together all the time. And he is talking, when you say you're unloading, this yeah. is before he knows. Yeah, we were just, like I said, we were just shacked up. Months, we're going to start camera Yeah, up. there was no, you know, <laughs> we didn't go out of the house. You know what I mean? I go to work, I come home, we talk, I go to work, we come oh home, my God, my that was pretty much That was pretty much all we did every day, you know? So there was no reason for us to leave our... You know, fuck cocoon. You know what I mean? And when you were newly, first, you were newly dating. Yeah. So, like, we call it September. We didn't go out, venture out till December. We were going to a party with a bunch of friends for Christmas, and she was like, "I got to tell you something, man. I'm on, you know, I'm on a reality show, and blah blah blah." And by that point in time, I was already, you know what I mean? I was like, she and I were already peas and carrots. You know what I mean? But I, re- I remember this friend of yours from Chloe and Lamar. I know exactly who you were talking about. Yeah. What was hanging? High school together. Like if you, you know what's so funny? His his friend Jamie and him had a picture at a fashion show sitting together in those white wooden chairs in the front row. And when I swiped on his picture on Tinder, it was not just him, but it was him and Jamie. And they both kind of looked similar. So you had to like make sure that they you swipe to the next one to make sure you know which one was picked. But like and it plant, was such a good picture. And it planted a little seed of her, you know, of credibility with her. No, I didn't again, she, but you know, she's not know him, but but she know him enough to say, all right, he's you know, he's not a uh, freak. No, no, no. He thinks that I knew who Jamie was. I, I didn't. Do know. Yeah, I, okay. No, it was a really nice photo of him. He looked like dignified, which he's not. <laughs> and he looked really like a Ralph Lauren when they do those denim ads. He looked really cute in that one picture. The other ones were such trash pictures. I would have never ever like. See, I never ever. But here we are with a baby and married. I don't like when someone puts that. I hate when that first picture is two people. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, you have to swipe just like what you're saying. But why? Yeah. Yes. yes. And but at like, least you, you and Jamie look alike. Normally, I swear to you, every time it's two people in the first picture, I'm like, it is not the more attractive one once I swipe. Let me let me just put my money on this. And it I, never I, is. Right? Yeah. You don't do that to yourself. But yeah, to, um, Jamie took him to that fashion show. They took a picture. Even though Jamie's no longer with us, and Tommy always says, I wish he was here. I miss him every day. I wish he met you. I, met, I wish he met our son. And um, and I was like, you know what, though? Without Jamie, we wouldn't have been together because I would have never picked him if for not that, <laughs> for, for that fashion show. 
party that he ended up going with Jamie to because of, and here we are. Turn that Magellan, bro. You know what I'm saying? Circumnavigate well, you know, the globe. I'm just saying. To a point. The bread yeah. It yeah. was the fashion show. It wasn't Jamie from Chloe and Lamar. So even though, but what was it like hanging out with Chloe? Did you hang out with Chloe? Uh, a couple of times. She was a real nice girl, man. She was, a, she, was a, she was trying her best to be a good wife. In all sense of the words, you know what I mean? She was trying her best to be a good wife, a good homemaker. And, you know, Lamar was, you know what I mean? Lamar's Lamar. And uh, it just, you know, like I said, it was a combustible situation. Yeah. Could, could you like, tell? I mean, you guys are a happily married couple. Could you tell this marriage? Any of them enough to have an opinion on any of it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't. And I don't want to be like someone like that spent... It's thirsty like that. I spent 10 seconds with fucking Chloe Kardashian. I can tell you what her innermost thoughts and feelings are. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? The t- a couple of times I hung out, she was a lady with me. She was nice. Um, she butted heads with Jamie, um, which was obvious. She butted heads with, you know, Lamar had a bunch of hangers on. You know what I mean? First thing she did when she came into the situation was turn the fat and get rid of a lot as, of people. As so, you would imagine that you, you know, have to, like, if I were to meet, if I were to meet a brand new guy, like, and obviously Lamar on his own ended up getting himself in trouble. But like when you're a woman in that position and this entourage comes and you feel like your husband is partying, you're trying to be like, wait, who's the bad seed? That no, it wasn't even the partying aspect. It's just, you know, you pay rent for fucking 20 people. That is, that's not going to work for her. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? So you know, like we, it's crazy that when like you have to meet somebody that you have to inherit everything that comes with them. Like you and I, by the time that I we went back to New York and I met all of his friends and family, I felt like I was meeting my long lost friends and family. There was never any like, oh, I got to keep that guy at arm's length. None of the people in Tommy's life. In fact, they're, it's just really interesting to imagine like the opposite of that. Oh my God, I have to tell you guys, The Envelope is back with more podcast episodes from the LA Times. And listen, I'm so excited. Now you can hear Emmy-nominated actors and directors ahead of the big night. And you guys know I love the Grammys. I love, listen, I love it all. I love the Oscars. I love every award show, which is one of the reasons why I love listening to The Envelope. But nothing is better For me, then the Emmys, TV is everything. September 12th is the big night for the Emmys. And now you can head to the envelope and you can listen to these actors and directors ahead of the big night. So listen, some of their upcoming guests include Bill Hader, Melanie Linsky, and Coleman Domingo from Euphoria. These guys at the envelope that are doing these interviews, they're from the LA Times. So, you know, if you think I know what I'm doing, these guys are professionals. You can download and listen to the envelope from the LA Times wherever you get your podcasts. Catch up now because, hey, September 12th and the Emmys are just only a few weeks away. That's right. The envelope is back with more podcast episodes from the LA Times. Well, speaking of inheriting people, Tommy, when you met MJ, even though you had four months and it wasn't, and you were on hiatus and you were hiding the fact that you were on a little show called Shots of Sunset, did you realize when you met MJ on a dating app that you'd be meeting, dating this whole group of people? No, <laughs> definitely not. And again, at the time, you know, we, uh, I was starting a company with some friends of mine, right? So like all of our money 
was in the business, you know what I mean? And I had a day job. So I didn't really have a lot of time to do other things. Um, so it was really, I was shooting the shit on Tinder. I was shooting the shit. And if someone wanted well, to fuck. He's a chatty Cathy, you guys. If, if someone, he is a very chatty Cathy. If someone wanted to fuck, then I'd hook up and fuck. But with her, it was different. We had a, first of all, our profiles were very similar. Like it, I said something to the effect that, you know, men who wear, well, I'm sorry, men who take bathroom bathroom, topless bathroom selfies should kill them selfies, something like that. And she said something like men who take bathroom photos should kill themselves. It was really that close, you know? So like our message was real on point and we just, we clicked, you know, but- um, We had a dry- um, But there was a while of dark, that. Dark there was, dry sense of humor. There was a while of that, of just us, you know, talking Text without me meeting. And, uh, you know, that, you know, that escalated to calls and that, you know, so it was a while before we even got together. And then once we got together, like I said, it was just really her and me. She had the friend from downstairs that was, she was very close with, her, her, one of her girlfriends. And she had another, uh, one of her gay best friends, Aviv. That was pretty much it. That was all I met in her, in her circle. So he thought I had two friends. Yeah. I mean, she'd be on the phone and shit a lot, but you know, I'm not paying attention. But he was definitely dating, shout out to Chris Rock, he was definitely dating the representative of Mercedes, you know? Yeah. I looked like... And I, I had a couple of social functions to go to, girl. and she bailed on him last minute. Like, what? yeah, 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 I had a couple of social functions to go to that, yeah, 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 we're going, we're going, and she bailed, oh, like, the last night. Yeah, party here, party, there was a couple, but she bailed. So, like, she didn't meet anybody that I knew, really. Um, so I, I just thought it was us, you know what I mean? And then lo and behold, we would go hang out with her dad. We would go hang out with her dad, yeah. and she would, you know, go out to eat with her mother. That you know, but that it didn't really seem like she had a very big friend network. Isn't that wild? At this point, he's like, I don't want to go out every day. I'm like the Josh um, flag, and he's like the Bobby. You know what I mean? What do you think about Josh and Bobby breaking up? I'm traumatized. <laughs> um, Are you being sarcastic? Very. I, don't okay. know you. I, I mean, I figured you would. I just wanted to make sure. I, I'll defer to her for this. <laughs> I think it's the most civilized breakup announcement. I think that they're already finding themselves happier. And I think that their love and their strength with the relationship is going to be respectfully like uncoupled, like very Gwyneth Goop style. And, um, you know, I hope that if Tommy were ever in a place in his life where he thought he would be happier without me in his life, that he would make that move. Not that we want to or will or anything. I would rather work on it and stay together. I'm just saying like what they did is it, it maybe because there's no kids involved, it's easier. They just seem like they're going to be a lot happier apart now. And he already met someone else that's making him like so happy, clearly. So do you know his new boyfriend? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that he is a realtor, um, that he's been on the show, that he resembles Bobby and is um, significantly younger, I think. But like, so, um. Yeah, there's a type situation there. I don't know. I don't like, I don't, one thing that's hard for me is how soon people start seeing other people. I feel like it would have to be a long time. 
Like if you and Tommy ever broke up, it would take you a while. No, I wouldn't want him to go public no, with anyone. Said, no, she said. Like, get, you know, however long it takes you to get over a man is as soon as you get under another one. I'm done with chicks at the hall. You know, yeah. I'm asking you out, Dave, if, it doesn't, <laughs> if this is it. You know what I mean? Like, I've had enough. Just Listen, I'm single over here in New York City, so start working your magic, guys. You're a happily married couple. You obviously are doing something right. Could you imagine if Tommy became a gay New York City hoe? That would be so cute for him. For his next chapter in his life. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I think it's, you should just not go public so quickly for the respect of like how long it should take. There should be a standard. And it's tough now to keep things private, though. It's tough. It's tough to keep things private, especially if you just break up. If you're in the middle of a breakup where you broke up and someone sees you out and about with someone else, they're taking pictures nowadays, bro. No, what it's if not you even a paparazzi your... and somebody's taking a photo. What if such and your... such, look, they're out. And, they're and it could be innocent. It could be nothing. But the second you're out with someone else, they're taking a photo. For sure. But what should you put it on your pop? On, like paparazzi doing it is one thing. I'm not saying paparazzi. It it could, like I said, people just in a, in a restaurant could do it. Um, so, well, yeah. That's like paparazzi. That's amateur street pops. Well, that, that, that is, everybody's a paparazzi now. Well, no, it's like you look at like, I just had Luann on this podcast. I've known her forever, like with her and she's out and now she's having drinks. And, you know, she's like, look, I mean, the difference <laughs> is... It, that thing, that thing that happened in New York. I read about that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. Say, David, say what you were saying. Well, no, I was just going to, you could cut me off anytime. I was going to say, you know, like Luann and she's out and like, you know, she leaves and she's like, there's a thousand people with a phone, you know, and look, sobriety is not easy for anyone. And now it's just, it's everywhere that Luann. Yes, that, that incident, 20 years ago, she has that incident in that bar and nobody fucking knows. Maybe some of her friend group, maybe like she goes to a party and she's a little embarrassed on that type of level, but it's not public. It's, she's not having to, you know, issue a PR statement, apologizing. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a different world. It's a different time. So unfortunately, you know, if you're going to live in the public eye, you have to have to sacrifice some privacy. And one of those things is that, you know, uh, if you're out and about, or if you're just broke up in a relationship and you're out with someone else, inquiring minds are going to want to know. So you could either keep it quiet, which is on your prerogative, or you could, you know, make well, a public statement you know, and get out in front of it. You know, so it, it depends how you want to play it. Lu- Luann's sobriety is really, really important because First of all, it was court ordered. So I never, from my vantage point, I never knew if it was like really something that she wanted to do or if it was court ordered and then it's by force. So you can't force somebody to begin the 12 step program. So I think it came hand in hand and then it started to overlap where she knew it was best for her to at least take her drinking under control. You know, like we've all had those days where we're so hungover, we're like, you know, going through physical like um, shakes and whatnot. And you're like, okay, I need to taper this down. And say that, fellas, she's all mine. Yeah, like, (laughs) no, like, seriously, like, Jaja before slapped a cop. She wasn't drunk. You know, some people just need to make her. You know, no, but then again, Luann obviously drank to a place where she had to make changes. But like, I think that if you do have some people like, like obviously it's embarrassing for her what happened but when you come out with a couple just to bring it first full circle like there's a difference between publicly coming out too soon then like your own Luann must be humiliated and, and embarrassed whatever sorry 
I would think so. Not in a bad way. I would just think that that's hard. Speaking of things that have happened in the public, we have like this very public breakup between our friends Lala and Randall. It's all over the place. What is it about your friend, Gigi, that Gigi is just like obsessed with this breakup in Randall's rights in the world? I love Gigi and Vanessa and we're, you know, and actually a good place for, um, for the two of us. So I don't want this, like, I'm still going to have to be able to speak honestly and give my opinion to you. And hopefully that won't upset her. Um, if she sees this, but I disagree with her. I disagree with her, like getting involved. I don't think that it's aligned with having, you know, first having a friendship with Lala and then seemingly like in the stuff that she put out, she just seemed like she was um, criticizing Lala and um, busting her down during a time where Lala's going through her own personal hell. And then, um, you know, we you probably saw that she had Randall, Vanessa had Randall over for her pod. And I'm glad that Vanessa speaks her truth because that's what she, her vantage point is, you know, her vantage point is, this is my opinion and I'm not going to be censored because I'm going to do, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And I'm going to say it at the expense of my friendship with Lala. And, you know, she's leaning in on Randall to be the person that she's going to support in this situation because they have, you know, friendships off. They, Goldness is friends with both of them. So you know, for me, standing over here, it's kind of rough. You know, I don't, I don't want to see Vanessa upsetting like other people. You know, even I got to like criticizing Katie and Tommy and you know Tom Schwartz. You know, I do know, and I've had Vanessa uh, Golnessa on this podcast too, so I'm not coming for her either. I'm just curious. You know, do you think that I'm just just a question? Do you think that Golnessa is interested in dating Randall? Mm-mm. No, I don't think that Randall is her type. And I think that she has always been like, first of all, like, she's a, like in all of the years, she's attracted to like a type and Randall's definitely not that type. And if that's changed in the recent years, because she's become a mom, I still don't think that they would be together. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't know enough to speak on the subject, but I'm just speaking in life as a whole. You know, he's, from everything that I can tell, he's been the one that's been, he's been the one that's been dragged, you know, mercilessly. You know what I mean? And there's two sides to every story, and then there's the truth, right? And if she's friends with both of them, uh, yes, yeah, and if she's friends with both of them, then she might have, different opinions on some of the things that have been coming out or whatever. And maybe she just wants to have his back a little bit. Because uh, Again, I don't know. I'm just speaking, you know, in life, you know what I mean? So. Golnessa's like opinion is her take is really interesting because like, she'll say something. I totally disagree with it. And then Tommy will be like, well, except I get the part where she's making a point, you know, about that. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, I love that we can, fucking have different opinions and not kill each other and be scorched earth about it, you know? And you and Golness are in a, a good place these days? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I say that like this and I'm like crossing my fingers. I'm like, hope nothing fucks it up because it feels like a, you know, um, no, but we're seriously like both of us, when we talk to each other, we're trying to be like calm and come at each other with like a new kind of not like, what do you call those? Like kid gloves type yeah. of thing, but like more, I guess you're like, usually- you're like treading lightly with each other. We're like, we're like treading hard, but with like a renewed respect to like be calm and not, <laughs> and not get mad at each other. Cause it's so easy for us to like rub each other the wrong way. Cause there's a lot of love and a lot of ego. That all makes sense. How are you with like Mike these days and Paulina? I- love and adore those two. I wish they would come over to my house more often, but you know, they have two kids and then Mike's launching his real estate downtown, which is this beautiful new building in Hollywood, which is taking up all his time between his kids and his brand new house and his real estate. Like I just, um, I love them. We talk all the time every day. And yeah, so they'll definitely be at Shams's birthday party. And if they're not, I mean, it's, I will, there will be a problem. You will find them. Mike Shuhat, you better make sure that you did not miss Shams' birthday. Do you speak to like Destiny or from the past Asa these days? No, no, I don't. You guys are happily married. What, you know, listen, I think as an audience, we saw a single MJ for so long and like we were rooting for you. And listen, I've spoken to Tommy before setting this up, like whether you want to admit it or not, Tommy, you're one of the good guys. I'm just going to put that out there. So you got one of the good ones. What is the secret to marriage? And why do you think, you know, so many people like their pickers are off and they make mistakes? Um, or did you ask Tommy, right? Or both of you. I mean, you really, because you got a good guy. Um, so with other people, first of all, I don't, I always, oh, sorry, there's a little noise. Tommy was just taking care of it. I'll wait until he sits down. That's okay. The joy of Zooms these days, right? You no, know, it's my mom. And she, my mom in the other room. She was having, like, I guess she was on a phone call and Tommy got up to just close her door. Um, so the question is, how do I think other people make choice, bad choices? Yeah, like you got, you know, you ended up with a good guy or, you know, you guys are going to celebrate your four-year anniversary. It's coming up this August. Um, I think... My birthday's August. I forgot that it's our four-year anniversary. <laughs> I That's even so focused on his birthday. Oh my god! See, now you're um, gonna have to do something special. It's it's here. No, I am going to. No, I'm going off now. Okay. Um, first of all, I had a lot of, I had like one long term relationship that I broke up with amicably because I knew we weren't meant to be. And I think that if you're a woman who's not afraid to be alone and you live inside of your self love, then you're not gonna settle for the wrong guy and um you know with Tommy we definitely were like the goalpost is always going to be love and respect it's never going to be um 
you know, a lot of the things like the practical things, like I didn't really think about like anything other than when you're 80 years old and you're wiping each other's asses, do you want to make sure that that was somebody that you love, respect, and can laugh with? So I chose somebody who was smart and funny and someone who I felt there was so much fire between us. And that's how it still is. Like even in our very humdrum kitchen, like meetups in the day where it's like, I'm so tired. What do you mean you're tired? Like, you shouldn't be tired. Like I've done so much more than you today. Like that's what he says to me every day. And so we're still laughing at each other and with each other. And, you know, like that's the important stuff. So if anyone like wants to find out what's important, just don't look at the temporary things. Look at the long-term things. Long-term. Well, I mean, that's good advice. And you want someone that makes you laugh. What do you think of in someone that will change your diapers when you're old? So thank you for that advice, MJ. What do you think of like, you know, you look at like, I know you, you know, I know you're up on your Bravo, Tommy, you may not know about this, but what do you think of like Teresa and Luis and, you know, this video and Margaret and there's a lot going on. Do you know what I think? I'm like, you know what? It's a total dichotomy. On one hand, I think that how she must feel to have this like love and passion and like he's going down on her and that's why she's just having pineapple and like it's this like high school smile that lights up her face and then the other side is the dark side where he's love bombing her and he has red flags coming out of every freaking angle so that's what i think well i'm just shocked you know she had a pretty public divorce you know, her kids went through a lot. She went to jail. He had, he got deported. Why go to down that road again so soon? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you have all the butterflies and all that great stuff, and all, all right, to keep it going, keep that going for a while. You know, why get the law involved? You know what I mean? Like, why bring you know, like why get the courts involved and why make you, you know? Mean, I, you mean getting engaged? No, getting engaged, getting married. I just. It does that part just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like you know, what's the rush? Well, um, even from him, like she just been through a lot, you know, living even living together and buying a house together, which they well, that's something. Listen, you're at a certain age, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. That's one of the things that hurts your prior question that I would give the advice about why it's so worthwhile. We're older, dude. I feel like a lot of people make bad decisions when they're younger, you know what I mean? They don't see their whole life, plus, people evolve and change. You're not the same person you are at 20, but you're going to be at 30. You know what I mean? So if you get married, then they're not going to be the same person either. Things change, you know, but um, I think that it's just strange that they would go down, you know, they would do this again this fast, you know, especially as from experience on being on these shows, these shows put a a spotlight on a lot of shit, you know what I mean? And uh, they show the warts sometimes. So why put that added pressure? You know what I mean? If it's fun and everything's cool now, then let's have fun on TV for a little bit before we're going to put some, you know, you know, it, it, you automatically get that pressure put onto you. Everyone's going to be, you know, it's just different. It's just different. So Teresa is basically like referred to by her husband of 20 years as her, his bitch wife. Right. And then she has to see that on replay over and over again. And then she has to go to prison for him. And then 
watch her parents not like not be around oh, for long. She's feeling feelings that she hasn't felt for many, many years. And then she's just like becoming potentially like a victim of her own love bomb. Like it's such a high that she doesn't even know what she's doing. Oh yeah, well we're going to talk much more about Miss Teresa. We're going to break down this past season of RHONJ. We're going to get into some RHOBH. Yeah, Mercedes is a fan of all these Bravo shows. So we're going to talk about that next time on part two. We're going to talk more about Shaz, Gigi, Reza. We're going to talk more about Mike. Anything, all your Shaz questions will be answered, and we have a surprise visit by Vita. So stay tuned for part two of our chat with MJ and Tommy coming very soon. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.